0: This program is a collaboration of personal opinions and individual free thought. It does not represent the views or narrative of the mainstream corporate media hacks. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we From the Bell Tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell
1: Podcast.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, happy Monday night. We are, well, I am back here live. I am without Bill. Bill cannot make it tonight. So instead of Bill joining us, I am joined by... uh, Special guest co-host that is uh, Dave Casey of the Dave vs. Goliath podcast, and he's going to be joining me in just a few minutes. I'm going to get him in to the show, and we're going to be talking some woke culture, which I haven't really done a lot of digging into this because um, I've been kicked off YouTube, I've been kicked off Facebook, so um, I've kind of avoided the topic for a while now. So, I'm, but we haven't been kicked off anything in a few in a few months now, so I guess it's time to get get kicked back off. So. Um, We're going to be talking about basically uh, woke culture, the woke eating themselves, and basically the inevitable societal suicide that this is the the course that this country is leading itself on, if not the rest of the world, too. Um, But we're going to get into that stuff really quick because I've already got Dave waiting for me in the waiting room. So I want to get through this pre-show as quick as possible and then get right into it with Dave Casey of the Dave vs. Goliath podcast. Make sure you check us out all over social media. Share this far and wide. Shannon says, "R.I.P. Bill. Bill is no longer with us. He is he has gone to a better place." Now Bill's out of town this week, so he'll be back next week. Don't don't fret because he will be back. Um, and Shannon also says, "Dave, motherfucking Casey." So you know it's gonna be good when Shannon um, puts the motherfucker as your middle name, or maybe that is your middle name, Dave. I don't know. Maybe your middle name is Motherfucker, but we will find out. Maybe that's the first thing I'll ask as as soon as I get you on the show. Uh, Like I was saying, make sure you check us out all over social media while we're still here because, um, like I said, we're we're always teetering on the edge of getting kicked back off. So um, check us out. Share us far and wide all over the... The YouTube's, the the Facebooks, the the Twitters, the Twitterverse, where wherever you find us, uh, you can find us at Break the Bell Pod on all the social media platforms. Um, share us all around so we can make this thing a bigger and better thing. Uh, you can check out our merch at our merch store, which is break the Um, you can get awesome shirts such as this I won't eat your bugs shirt, um, in memory of uh, the anti-cricket brigade, which was made up by a good a loyal listener of the show, um, C.D. McRae, said she was going to form the Anti-Cricket Brigade, so I made a T-shirt to go along with that. Um, also, the We Are Not Your pawn shirt, and in honor of the Internet is Dead Theory show that we did a few weeks ago, we have the Is This Shirt Even Real shirt. So check those shirts out and all our other stuff at BreakTheBell.BigCartel.com. Support us a little more than just... Uh, if you want to pass along a little more than just uh, opening up your ear holes to listening to the show you can uh, support us by buying some of those shirts or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash break the bell and uh, just uh, help us out help us grow this thing bigger and better than it already is that's about all. oh i gotta mention our sponsor can't forget our sponsor um run your mouth coffee let me get rid of this freaking image uh run your mouth coffee is our sponsor once again run your mouth coffee supports your right to free speech as well as making a delicious cup of coffee or a delicious batch of fresh roasted coffee and they deliver it straight to your door check them out at rymcoffee.com and you will uh, you can use the promo code Break the Bell and get 10% off your purchase plus free shipping. Support companies that support your rights, support the things that you support, like free speech. Uh, go to rymcoffee.com. Um, this is probably the shortest pre-show I've ever done because Bill is not here uh, to waste time with back and forth. So I'm just going to get right into this with uh, Dave Casey as soon as we come back from this intro video. So uh, strap in because it's going to be fun. We'll be right back.
1: What did you say?
0: You talking to me?
1: What what the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you saying? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What did you
0: say? Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby! Oh, oh, did you just say? What did you say? He listened to me. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? hell are you talking about who are you talking to ladies and gentlemen welcome to the show dave casey of the dave vs goliath podcast dave how's it going what's up craig it's going well man me how t- are you Good. How are you? Um, I actually was had you were recommended to my show by um, one of our most loyal listeners, which is Shannon Lee, because um, she apparently loves you and titled you Dave Motherfucking Casey. Is that in fact yeah. your real middle name? It is. Oh, it's perfect. my government name right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's f- on four words. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Dave Motherfucker Casey. Yes. Yeah. So I, lo- ha- I love Sharon. I love Shannon too. She's the best. She's. <laughs> Man, you can't call her I'm, Sharon on this show. We're, we're not allowed to Sharon! call her Sharon. <laughs> because we're her favorite. So, um, we're not, we don't call her Sharon because, um, we, we just have that back and forth. She continues right. to call us her favorite and we continue to call her by her government given name as Shannon motherfucking Lee. I'm into it. So, how She's you doing, nice. Dave? I, I reached out a couple weeks ago and, uh, couldn't really make contact with you when I wanted to, but you're like, hey, I'll come on whenever. So uh, my co-host disappeared this week, so I was like, wow, uh, this Where works perfect. Where the fuck perfect. is Bill? Uh, he is in the great state of New York uh, doing family stuff, so he, uh-huh. he, right. apparently family... Family
1: stuff is good. New York, not so good. But yeah. He, I don't...
0: I think he's visiting the city. I don't think he's actually, <laughs> like, like his family's not in the city. They're in, like, upstate or something. The, the less ridiculous New York, but... Uh, but that's cool. where he's at right now. There. So
1: Nice. So, well, thanks for having me, dude.
0: Yeah, no problem. Tell us a little about yourself. Tell us about your podcast. How did you, like, when did you start your podcast? What is your podcast?
1: Uh, I started it probably like a year um, and some change after the lockdown started. Um, I'm like a perpetual procrastinator, so it was like always something that I kind of wanted to do. Yeah. But like in the, in the back of my head, I'm, I always said stuff like, no, you know, there's enough Liberty podcasts or whatever. There's no, you know, I don't need to do, you know, I don't know. Right. Um, I've just wrote it off. But um, I really felt like, shit, dude, after that stuff went down, like I really felt a need to kind of like just connect to human beings. And uh, so I got with a really, really good friend of mine who, you know, it's really about, you know, your community. And Mm -hmm. if you can talk to other people and meet people, that's cool too. But I just like really wanted to keep the lines of
0: communication open during like this very uncertain time you know what i mean right no that i mean we we started this show at the the beginning of covid we started our first episode was june 2020 so i mean it was like right in the the depths of the the first lockdowns and stuff and uh me and bill we were just we worked together at the time. And so we would just stand out in the parking lot and just bitch back and forth about the COVID and all the other stuff going on. And then uh, we're just like, you know what? Let- let's start a show. Let's do this for other people. I mean, we're doing it already anyway. So, and I'd been throwing around the idea of starting a show. I, I guest hosted on my brother's show back in the early, early days. So, um, oh, who's your brother? Uh, Dan Smots of the System is Down podcast. I have heard of him. Yes. So, he's up to good things. He is uh, up to trouble mostly. So, um, no, uh, I was on that shit. What the hell was that? Um, I Bing. was, I uh, did guest hosting off and on on that, and then um, his timing didn't work out with mine ever. So I'd always thrown around the idea of starting it, and then COVID kicked off, and it's just like, you know what? More people need to be talking about this. Yes, there is yeah. a saturation of podcasts, especially like liberty-minded podcasts out there, but I feel like. Especially at the time, more and more podcasts were getting shut down. So it's like the more people that can talk about this, the less that they can shut down. Yeah. And it really became
1: like an emergency. You know what I mean? Like you Mm -hmm. have to get the signal out. So like pre-COVID, I was like, "Eh, I don't know. People, there's enough people talking about taxation and stuff, whatever. Right. Philosophy. But I really feel like post that. Yeah. We really just need to like open it up. Connecting nodes. Yeah. more, More the merrier.
0: Yeah, and I there's like several um online forums that got started in the mix of that like hey, we all need to band together. Yeah. Yeah, in a way um all the different podcasts kind of compete for each other's viewers and stuff like trying to be the number one dog or whatever. But at the time and still I think since then it was like, no, we all got to come together because we are such a small number in this sea of everybody screaming like uh, lockdowns and masks and vaccines and stuff. It's like, oh, we we can't like push against each other, we got to like kind of band together as a community, as a like-minded community, because they're so, so far and few, it seemed like. But then once people started to band together, it was just like, oh, there's actually a lot of people out here that are thinking the exact same way. Um, If we could just get them all together, that'd be freaking fantastic. Yeah, dude, that's literally the only way. And it's not like, you know, I don't know,
1: to to do this for anything other than I mean, yeah, it'd be cool to, like, you know, cash in, whatever, monetize your podcast. That's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, dude, I know I'm, like, whatever, fourth fourth tier. I don't know, if podcast, <laughs> liberty podcast. You know, it's yep. way way down there, whatever it is. Yep. But I know, you know, there's people in the first tier, maybe second, that, like, it's still a struggle. You know what I mean? I know lots of... Monica Perez, for instance, is, like, you know up there for me with Dave Smith. Like, her podcast is so valuable. And... I know it's a struggle for like your shadow banned. Oh yeah, you should be get these people should be getting way more hits than they do, and they keep cranking it out. They keep putting out content, free content, and uh, so there's no like easy path to like. Celebritarianism, you know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> right, <just> right. <laughs> Keep cranking it out. Have no, some fun.
0: No, if you if you come and try to do this to uh, to make money, um, you're you're doing it wrong. I mean, at the end of the day, it'd be nice to make money doing this, but if your intent going into it was, hey, I want to go be a podcast or a YouTuber or whatever and make some money, um, so this exactly, is the wrong yeah. path because we're kind of um, we're not really speaking to the people that support the people that pay out in this in this mm-hmm. kind of field. Yeah. Speaking of which, I did know that Dan is your brother and you
1: guys are absolutely, both of you are crushing it um, with your own show and now with the two scoops. And I just think, um, man, everything in-house, your merch, your graphics, it's just like, if you're going to do it, that is the way to do it yeah um so yeah cheers to you guys
0: my my whole thought was at the beginning of the day even before i had a single listener i was like you know i'm gonna go and do this as best as i can and as i'm gonna make this look like something that i want to listen to before i start it i mean there are people that get into it with like um whatever they have and that's fine if if you start with like a a freaking computer mic or whatever and you get into it and work your way up that's fine but my whole thought was I'm going balls to the wall. I want to make something that I want to listen to before I ever put anything out to the public. And so that's just my my theory on it. And that it works out. I I enjoy listening to it, even if nobody else does. So that's all that matters to me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's fun, dude. People pay a lot of money for therapy, you know, a hundred dollars an hour or whatever. So it just sometimes I don't know about you. It's just again, it's like about communication. You can learn a little bit. Sure. You can feel better about, you know, your day. Just like, I don't know. Right. Yeah, it's important.
0: Yeah, yeah, you get get to unload a lot of shit off your chest, and that's that's really all all that it's all about. So, and uh, you get to meet a lot of cool people in the process. So, uh, yeah. Dave, uh, when I when I asked you to come on, I asked, do you want to talk about? Italy's far-right election bullshit that's going on, or do you want to bash on wokeness? And you're like, I really like to bash on wokeness. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. So I feel like it's all connected, though. It is. It's full full circle. It really is. And I'm going to actually... I actually, at the end of the show, I I pulled up an article just to make it go back full circle with... Because we can't leave out the Italy far-right stuff, but um, I want to start with the wokeness stuff first, because, uh, I mean... It, it's just everywhere it's just in your face it's uh uh brainwashing at its finest like the the phrase wokeness or the term wokeness is almost like um uh, it's just ironic because the people that are the most woke are the most brainwashed which means they're the most asleep in my opinion so it, it just like the term wokeness is just um it's an oxymoron to me
1: well this is one of the things that they do and i don't i'm not how sh- sure how old you are but there was a time when woke was like like awake was the thing mm-hmm. are you awake or are you asleep right that was the first thing and then i think that kind of morphed into like oh yeah that shit's woke if you said woke maybe 12 years ago i don't know time's getting crazy for me but at some point that was not the shitty right uh connotation that it is now so that's what they do they destroy the language and then they turn it into you know whatever but yeah right now Wokeness is
0: yeah. The, awful. the first time I was accused of being woke was I I was talking some like just randomly conspiracy type stuff just just talking through it as I do and somebody's like whoa aren't you woke and so yeah it's 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 crazy that how it's completely changed like the the crazy conspiracy theorists were the woke people uh, seven eight years ago but now if you say woke uh, it's part of this conforming to this whatever societal norm. Non norms, like you can't even call it societal norms because it's the ultimately the breakdown of societal norms is what there's it no is. such thing as societal norms. I no, I think any you know, you if, know. <laughs> if you even utter the phrase societal norms, you're some kind of bigot and uh, uh mm. racist, homophobe, whatever. If you even s- suggest that there are societal norms out there, and so I, I mean, it's the societal norm is to be anti societal norm now, which again, it's it's oxymoron, it, it's so. It it just goes so against itself, and that's why I want it to eventually get to the point where we're talking about how the the woke are eating themselves because you can't continue down this trajectory where you accept everything and everyone and every uh, uh, mental delusion. And I'm gonna get myself in a lot of trouble for some of the things I'm gonna say on this because yeah, I, again, at the end of the day, it's my show and whatever. I'm gonna that's what we're we're here to give our opinions, not to cater to everybody out there. So. And God knows they're not catering to us. So, um, But if you continue this course where everybody accepts everybody's delusion, well, eventually they're going to attack themselves because one person's ide- ideology does not mix with another. And you can't just mush them all together and say, hey, just everybody agrees with all of this. And, and if you disagree with it, you can't question it. And they, at the end of the day, they start cannibalizing themselves
1: yeah, again, man, the language is really important and to like have a foundation of I don't know if we want to call it like societal norms, but um yeah, there's got to be like a like a a reality, I suppose, mm. right? like parents have to give truth truth to their kids, right or or the kids will be fucked. and then you know what I'm saying, like they will have even more awful kids yeah and then uh, we'll just lose reality um, I don't think it'll take long one generation no you know, that's yeah we, that's it's what yuri said
0: we are we are definitely headed down that path um you asked uh you you said you didn't know how old i was i'm i'm thirty seven so i I grew up in the nineties i early, late eighties early nineties when I was growing up, whether it was bad or good, you had that pushback against whatever you, weirdness i guess. I, I like the weird people, the weird kids and mm-hmm. and whether again, there there's good side to that and there's bad side to that. Um, but at the end of the day, I'd say the, the pushback I got in my upbringing is what caused me to be able to interact in society in a, like like a normal human manner, like be able to have a conversation with somebody I don't agree with or accept who I am for what I am. Because, I uh, I mean, you can be called weird without changing who you are. But a little bit of pushback. It, it and I, I use this analogy in just about every kind of argument. Um, it's like going to the gym. If you're not, if you don't have a little bit of tension on your weights, you're not going to build anything up. So if you don't have any pushback on uh, what you consider your identity, then you're not going to have any clue what your identity is because you're never going to have to argue that fact with anybody. Um, so you're you're just never going to. Um, really solidify your identity in yourself. You're just like, this is who I am, and nobody pushes back, and you're like, well... And you see just this mass confusion in, like, the gen- Generation Z or whatever they're calling them these days. It's just like, they don't fucking know what they are because they have no pushback on it, so it's just like, one day I am this, and one day I'm like a freaking werewolf. Who who freaking knows? Because nobody will tell me that I'm freaking weird. And, yes, there are bullies out there, and I, I had plenty of them growing up, but I feel like it's there's a balance to being called freaking weird sometime in your life yeah there's a line yeah and
1: that's like that I don't know how many I feel like the no bullying thing has been going on for multiple decades now so Mm -hmm. like I feel like I was gonna say it's you know they can start off with good intentions but I don't even know if it's good intentions I just think it's like part of the long the long con Um, But the bullying thing is like you're right, dude. Like, I was the runt of the litter in, in, like, high school, like, around my my friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, like, the fact. So you kind of, like, just grow up with the chip on your shoulder, you know, a little scrappier. But, like, it, I don't know, man. At some point in life, you have to choose to be cool or to be a dickhead, right? Yeah. So, like, if you choose to be cool, then you can, like, adapt. And, like, that will make you probably funnier. And, like, maybe people will want to be around you. And then you can be more social. And that can... You know, it, there's ways to get around it, but yeah, if you nihilism is a motherfucker, so mm-hmm. if you if if you yeah, like you said, you it it's good to get pushed a little bit. It's good when you get a new job, right on a on a construction site or something. Like the new guy might just get fucked with a little bit. Yeah, that's that's not evil. No, you know what I mean. It teach you to
0: <laughs> be better at your job. It teach you to be able to get along with your coworkers. And I. I don't know. Again, like you said, there's a line. Obviously, don't be a straight up dickhead. And like, um, sure. I, I don't know. Uh, but a little, like, I was in the military. And I, I'd say the most social development, like being able to develop social skills I got was in the military because you're going to get people are going to talk shit to you and treat you like shit constantly. And adapting to that is what made me be able to be, be able to pretty much approach any situation and any person be like look uh i i mean i i am who i am who who gives a fuck and if i i feel like if i did not go through that experience in the military where there was there was quite a bit more pushback than in normal situations in my upbringing i would i want to be able to uh, succeed in society the way that I, I feel like I have so uh, I, I don't know I just feel like just a little bit of pushback and now nowadays we have and we've been hearing about this for I mean it's not like a current thing but the whole safe space scenario where it's just like you know if somebody's mistreating you you got your safe space you can go you don't have to deal with it and this was like in school kids growing up didn't have to deal with any sort of pushback any sort of like conflict so they didn't learn conflict resolution out there so they didn't learn how to uh uh, like, be in society? Because we all said, at least I said, when, when this was all coming out, this whole safe space stuff, like, oh, we don't want any sort of, uh, like, pushback against what they feel. They're, we can't hurt their feelings. We can't trigger them or whatever. I'm like, yeah, wait till they get in the real world. They're not going to be able to handle society. And I have this video, Dave. I don't know if you've seen this video. I feel like this is somebody that grew up in safe spaces. I can't calm down. I can't... I didn't touch you I man. I was pranked! Not that long ago and I can't stand another man touching me! Well, no one did that.
1: I okay. okay. just can't! Is this a prank? I He won't go away! You're in... go away. He's the fucking problem! I need no, no, no. We'll take to leave? just I still place. got... I still got... Okay. Let's, let's we'll take she threw some place. of my stuff.
0: Okay. We'll Where's
1: you your stuff? hell if I know. I'm so sorry. No, you're not. You're not sorry. She wasn't sorry when she cut in line not
0: and then screamed.
1: You. I didn't
0: see you to make it. Push, push oh, push I just you. asked her if she saw just anyone leave. in line. Just walk and leave. Just go. <laughs> That's Please. an adult. You're what do you what do you think about that? This goes on for a while, and she just goes nuts and starts screaming. I don't want to blow my earbuds out, so I'm not going to continue. Yeah. I mean, there there's like she says I was raped not too long ago, so there is that. Like she probably has some PTSD in there, but. The whole the, the story of this is apparently she cut in front of him. He's like, ma'am, did you not see the line here? And she freaked the fuck out like that. He didn't touch her, according to him. And she just freaked out. And I feel like it's just like that is somebody who has never been taught conflict resolution before.
1: Yeah, man. And I think that there's millions more of those people than there are of, like, say, libertarians. <laughs> yeah. This so scary. scary like, isn't that's going to be that's really challenging. Like they are a huge voting block, mm-hmm. um, and I think those are the people who really like propel the COVID insanity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's still wear. She's still wearing that mask.
0: Right. Right. At, um, at Walmart, ahead, no less. It's like god knows what kind of germs you're you're picking up on the shopping carts on the on every door handle and um yeah. i mean you've seen the people walmart videos i'm sure or <laughs> p- pictures um that mask ain't helping you too much lady but but yeah, yeah you, you saw that in it during covid just like people just losing their goddamn minds because somebody wasn't conforming to what they thought was safe or they were weren't wearing a mask or they the I I don't know. We're within six feet of social distancing, and it's just like we don't know how to have a damn conversation anymore. We don't like if somebody bu- said said to me, "Excuse me, uh, the line's back here." My response would be like, "Oh my bad," or whatever. I I, I mean, I'm a I'm a pacifist for the most part. I'm like I, even if I didn't cut in front of him, I've been like, "Yeah, you're probably right. Goodbye," and walk walk behind him. Who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. This, this lady has never. Clearly, never experienced any sort of conflict that she's had to deal with, or she has some serious emotional things she needs to really work out.
1: It's crazy, man. And, you know, I will approach all these crazy ass people with empathy. Like, I am sorry that you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, right. but, but, but the rest of society can't bend to crazy people, or we're all going to pay for it.
0: And but the, that's that's the whole point of this episode. It's like that's what they want is us to conform to and like utter insanity, utter insanity. And some of it, some of it's like the. I I feel like we made strides because like when I was in school, if you were if you were gay, I I didn't know it because you were forced into some sort of closet. I don't give a shit if you're gay. I. I do, am I gay? No. If you're gay, I, I don't care. And I do feel bad about the people that did have to stay in some... Like, there, there are several people sure. that have come out since I was in high school that I was like, I had no clue. I had no freaking clue. Um, would I have cared? Probably not. I, I might have given them a little bit of shit, but I wouldn't have cared. But um, we've come and surpassed and ju- like completely jumped the shark when it comes to accepting that I- accepting homosexuality was it a slippery
1: slope bro is that what you're saying <laughs> it,
0: it, it, there was no <laughs> slippery. it was just like jumping off a freaking cliff it's like yeah we need to accept and while we're at it let's accept the uh, the entire utter insanity while we're at it like just and it it's gotten to this whole point where you know um uh w- we shouldn't even like uh uh Tell a kid that they're male or female at birth. We shouldn't allow the doctors to say what well, if you're male or female at birth because That's incredible. Yeah, I know. I I've got this article here that says don't let the doctor assign a gender to your newborn. <laughs> For oh my gosh, what like what is this hurting? Like this is supposed to be some total uh like bigotry and some total oppressive world we're living in because we let the doctor to and they even said to input his own opinion on what the gender of this baby. Because it says, uh, it's a strange hypoth- or hypothetical scenario to imagine. Pressure to accept a medical treatment, no tangible proof of its necessity. It's only benefits conferred by the fact that everyone else already has had it and coming at a terrible expense to those 1% or 2% who have had a bad reaction. It's kind of, sounds kind of like a <laughs> COVID vaccines, but that's not what they're talking about. Says, uh, except they already do. The imaginary treatment I described above is real. Obstetricians, doctors, and midwives commit this procedure on infants every single day in every single country. In reality, this treatment is performed almost universally without even asking the parents' consent. It's called Infant Gender Assignment. When the doctor holds your child up in the harsh light of delivery room, looks between (laughs) its legs, and declares his opinion, it's a boy or a girl, based on nothing more than a cursory assessment of the offspring's genitals. Opinions. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Follow the science. Yeah, yeah, what happened to trust the science? Because, like, on one hand, the same people are screaming trust the science when it comes to COVID. But on the other hand, they're like, this is just this doctor's mere opinion that he just happens to look at this person's genitalia and says, this is a boy. This is
1: terrifying. Again, man, yeah, one generation of doing this to kids, like, not assigning gender at assigning I – I said it, assigning gender. Stop it. Yes, hold up the baby and tell the mama what it is. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Like what what do they want uh to say hey it's got a penis I mean Call it whatever you want, lady. It's got a it's got a penis. It's got something hanging in between its legs. You decide. You decide. No, you. Right. She can't even decide because then that would be her. No consent. Uh, pushing. Yeah, her pushing her beliefs and opinions on the child. So we got to wait till they're in their formative years, like four or five years old, and be like, you know what? I know that thing is between your legs, but that that's nothing. Don't don't I, just ignore that. I would that. like
1: to know. I'd like to know this lady's opinion on circumcision. Oh, course.
0: yeah that that would that's a slippery slope there. It says male and female aren't particular things they aren't real and they certainly have to do with they have nothing to do with what genitals your baby has they're merely a doctor's opinion and he's stepping completely over the line by forcing his opinion on the baby oh my
1: god this is a Christian did I see that? Christ- uh, rethinking Christianity or uh, something? it says
0: stand it's called standoreason.org. str.org. Yeah, it says and clear we- thinking Christianity. Yeah, you're right. I didn't I missed that part. Well, wow, okay. Yeah, that's I mean we're we're jumping so many hurdles with this one. <laughs> yeah,
1: they're really they're going for it.
0: Like I I feel like we've completely Degressive society, because uh, back in the fifties or sixties, and I've probably given this analogy or this thought on this show, but I'm gonna say it again because it's my show. Uh, back in like the fifties and sixties, if a if a little boy decided to like play with a doll or wear a dress, his dad would be like, "Stop being a fucking nancy," and be like, and call him a little girl because of that. He's like, "What? What are you? Some sort of fucking girl?" And then I think by the time I was. Growing up, I think we had progressed actual progression where a little boy like three, four years old can play with a doll or put on a dress for a few minutes and people would be like, oh, that's that's funny. Ha ha ha. Or, oh, that's a tomboy. Call a girl. I mean, we grew up with the phrase tomboy. I I don't know Mm -hmm. what the boys term for it was, but um, you had where it was more socially acceptable to be a boy and. Do more feminine things or be a girl and do more masculine things and be fine with it. Now we've compl- completely come back full circle. And if a little boy wants to play with a dollar, put on a dress, he's a fucking girl again. It's like, how is that progression? We're back to square one where we're calling him a Nancy and saying, oh, this must be a girl. And it took multiple, like you said,
1: multiple generations to get here. It's yeah. almost
0: like, you know, like the the strong men
1: will lead revolution and then it will be create. Uh, good times then the good times create the weak man it's like it's like that dude it's like and the weak
0: men create little girls apparently yeah i mean that's that's we are in the the collapse of the empire
1: i think that's this is what happens when empires fall yes absolutely
0: (laughs) like uh and the scary part is we've hyper-focused now on the children because it was um like people coming out in high school or people coming out in their adult years and now we have hyper sexualized i think in a way uh the children and that that's the scary part to me because again they're in their most developmental stages where their brains soak up everything you put in them like little sponges and so we give them this whole thought that it's just like you know what you're there is no boy. There is no girl. These, And God knows your genitalia doesn't decide that. Like, we're putting this in, like, how, how can you develop as a child without having s- certain structural societal norms, Im- like, implemented on you?
1: Yeah, man. I, that's what I'm saying. You have to, what's that, I love the movie The Crow, and they, I think it's, I'm going to butcher the quote, but it's, you are know, like, mother is, uh, what is it? The word of God is what the mother speaks, like, according to the child. Something mm-hmm. like that. Meaning, like, <clears throat> you are literally laying down the foundation for your kids, mm-hmm. right, of reality. So if you're living in an upside down, then that's what you're going to give to your kids. Um, and I feel like that's what's happening now. You know, parents taking kids, in the name of wokeness, right, taking kids to... Drag queen story hour, or worse, like drag queen. I was just about to ask
0: you, I was just about to ask you, what do you think about kids and drag shows? (laughs) I think, well, I don't know, just weigh it out. There's the good and the bad. No, it's
1: the worst fucking thing ever, dude. I don't know. It's, you know, I, I, and I've, man, your brother and I were talking about this with another libertarian on his show the other day, and it's weird that the, the results aren't in yet. Like people aren't sure about this. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like I,
0: it's kind of like the COVID vaccine. We don't know the long-term effects. Ugh. We know the short-term effects. Oh, we we're starting to figure out the couple months out effects, but we're denying those effects, but we don't know. We won't know the long-term effects until like 50 years down the road. You're not going to know the long-term effects of pretty much like like this image here. This is a five something year old girl sticking dollar bills in the underwear of a mostly naked man dressed as a female, I guess, or drag queen or something. How is this acceptable? I don't care what your opinion is of transgenderism, of drag, drag queens, whatever. How is it acceptable to have a stripper at a child event with kids sticking money down their underwear? It's only acceptable if it's a trans person. Uh, Yes, uh, I was going to say, like, like (laughs) strip clubs are called adult entertainment for a reason. What is the difference between what is going on in this image here and a strip club? And and a side tangent wasn't just like not too long ago. Strip clubs are pretty much misogynistic and uh, exploitative and stuff. And but but this this is socially acceptable. And now we're involving children here. How how explain
1: Right. And the regime libertarian answer is, well, you know, <laughs> you can shame them, the parents, that is, but nothing to do. I don't know, man. This is like, this is some shit that has to be dealt with. Yeah, like, I, it's, it's not okay. And whatever you have to do in the, you know, we don't live in Ankapistan. That's what I, rem- libertarian brethren, we do not live there or anywhere close. We live in the the greatest empire in the history of the world. So you got to make with, do with what you got. And uh
0: well, there's the whole this liber- to stop. Libertarian mantra of uh, if you're not hurting somebody, it's, it's not a crime, victimless crime. Uh, what about the development of a child? Like, how are you harming this child's men- mentally, not only from like sexualization? Because um, I mean, this is a kid putting dollar bills in the pants of a an adult. What about the ones where the kids are dancing around and adult men are throwing dollar bills at them? It's like You're saying we're not harming them in some way mentally here? Uh, Absolutely.
1: Absolutely, dude. And and look, it looks like parents in the background there. I don't know. Yeah, the the parents
0: are taking – has a a cell phone. It looks like the mom taking a picture with a big old smile on her face, and there's balloons in the background. Like, this is the kid's birthday (laughs) party, and they they hired a stripper.
1: And, you know, this is – again, man, I don't know when they started. Like, I remember – it was probably like 95 four remember matthew Shepard? that was like the first hate crime huh. that kid was like a gay kid mm. who was like you know beat to death in oh, yeah, some, yeah, yeah. some mid midwest town mtv made it you know they talked about that for like years again this was like and back then dude it was like holy shit like i've never heard of this like who would do that to you know mm. th- that was the man and did it's just like a the end result of that push right like that's like the start of like I don't know man we don't need to go off on like a hate crime uh tangent but like it's just doesn't make it worse to murder somebody because you hate them like it's murder yeah right? murders murder so like that either way murders murder um but they you know they're really great at uh attaching your your empathy like your natural human empathy to like a cause right mm-hmm. so like attach it and uh and I feel like maybe that's you know those people my age that have kids that are growing up now and they're just like the bastardized version of that like multiplicity <laughs> with michael keaton yeah um it just you know starts off maybe with good intentions and then man you end up with like this absolute just demonic
0: shit yeah <laughs> so what is what's the agenda behind like this this part here and I, I mean, we're talking a lot about the, the trans stuff because that's what's in the news right now. If you would have asked like a couple years ago, it would have been uh, the gay rights or, you know, it, it just the movement evolves with the, and it just keeps getting further. In two years from now, we'll probably be having the same conversation about like unspeakable things with acts with animals. I'm sure it's coming around. <laughs> Like, like we're just sliding into total degeneracy, in my opinion. And again, I, I could give a shit if you're you're gay, you're trans you or you, you think you're a fucking horse. If you're da- dancing around practically naked in front of my kid or any kid and they're sticking dollar bills down your pants, that's fucking wrong. I don't care what you think you are.
1: Yeah. And I'm I'm with Dave Chappelle that the T's are ruining it for the L's and the B's and the G's. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that's what it should be. It should be the LGB I think that's what it was. The LGB movement LGB movement. Yeah. Yeah. The Ts are fucking it up, bro. <laughs> yeah. You can even throw the you can even throw the Q's in there. But um yeah, there's something really uh off about Okay, it's off enough if you're born in the wrong body. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm born a man, want to be a woman, and I'm going to fucking do whatever I have to do to make that happen so that I can live as, life as a woman, or the reverse, right? Mm-hmm. But to want to stay in like a purgatory area or like even weirder where you're like, well, this week I feel like this, this week I feel like that, and you have to acknowledge that, mm-hmm. and you have to, call, you know, it's really, really...
0: Well, that, that's what happens when you get put in this position where... There is no definitive, like there is no, like you you're not allowed to make assumptions or you're not allowed to make uh, decisions because I mean you see it what, what was that uh the actress who was the actress that like came out as um by like gender fluid or something and then turned around and she didn't change anything oh, about yeah. herself Elliot, really
1: Elliot Page
0: No it was a, it was the the Disney girl that came out a, oh. like last year and then all of a sudden turned around she's like no I'm not that anymore it's just like wow you just uh got on the cover of pink magazine and then turned around and you're like no I just want to go back and it's just like it's
1: I, in in fashion
0: Yeah it, it it's a trend it absolutely is a trend and if and I've seen this. My kids are in public school. I I apologize for that. But I've seen it with my my daughter's friends. It's like they all have to be something, not like it's unfashionable to just be like a straight white kid. And again, I I could care less if whatever. Their have they sexuality considered is.
1: Uh, rapping? You should try rapping. I I, I
0: know be. one of her friends at least does rapping. Oh, okay. Cool. So, <laughs> uh, but it, it's just not cool to be just. A uh, cisgender, or what? I, when that? When did that phrase? Not, come in, not
1: only is it not cool, but yeah, you're like, you're not really allowed to do that anymore. You're certainly not allowed to have any opinions.
0: Yeah, uh, you're just a, you're just a straight white chick. Who cares?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh And you know, I feel bad because it's hard enough being a teenager. Like it always is. I right. remember what it was like to be fifteen. You're- Can you imagine if you were fifteen, dude, and you know you. You could go to, like, the guidance counselor, and they would, like, affirm whatever the fuck you said.
0: Yeah. No, I'm only, fucking... Not, <laughs> not only affirm it, but may pressure you to be something else. A lot right, of times, right. that's what society is it's like. Are you sure you're not this? It's like, no, I'm just kind of having a hard time right now. Demi, Lov- Demi Lovato, that's who it was. Shannon. Shannon piped in. Oh. So, uh, yeah, it's just like, are you sure you're not... No, I... Uh, but but you could be this or this or this or this 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 and this and this and this and we haven't even touched uh like gender pronouns and stuff like that like man grammar was hard enough to learn when we had two fucking pronouns now
1: they butcher the language man <laughs> yeah
0: now <coughs> excuse me now what are we supposed to, now what are our kids supposed to do and <laughs> I, I i don't know i i feel like if somebody's like, no, I don't want to be called Jill, I want to be called James, and you're like, no, fucker, I'm going to call you Jill, then you're just being a dickhead. But to sure, expect yeah. somebody to be like, like if somebody's like, oh, him, and you're like, actually, it's Zur, you hateful bigot. It's like, what the fuck does that even mean?
1: That's what I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm curious if we'll look back in 20 years and go, like the like what we're talking about will be obsolete or we'll look back and go what the fuck was everybody thinking like what was this phase like i i feel i hope to god that that's what we will do
0: Um, but i feel like it's getting so far out of hand that and i'll probably talk more about this as we go when we get into them actually literally eating themselves but it's getting so far of out of hand that it's got to shift drastically back because you're going to get those people that were like, Oh, we're kind of on board with this. Yeah, this is fine. then it's going to get to the point where it's like, what the fuck? No, no, no. Okay. We're not doing that. And because we're not doing, we're just going to throw it all out. Just scrap it all because this is all ridiculous now. And I, I feel like we're getting there. You're getting enough people that are like, when, when you see like, uh, drag strippers dancing for children, you get enough people that are like, no, fuck it. Uh, this whole trans movement is ridiculous, obviously. And um, this, I mean, even if you support trans rights and stuff, this puts a very negative light on the trans movement or the LGBTQ plus RST, whatever movement, uh, to the point where people are just going to see this and be like, oh, they're all fucking perverts. Let's uh, let's just back up over here. And it's just going to shift back hard to the right or whatever direction, I guess, to where it's that's, just like, no, fuck all of it.
1: That's it. That's the perpetual pendulum swing and that is what I've been saying lately is that the when this comes back and it absolutely will, probably with Trump, like, dude, the the hammer that gets brought down mm-hmm. will be righteous. Yes. <laughs> you know, because I, I'm, I've driven through middle America, right? I know I, I live in a, a blue area, whatever, but most of America is not biden country it's Mm -hmm. trump it's trump country i don't care what you want to call it that's what it is it's rural uh conservative america that is the majority of the landscape and um i'm not even that and i'm triggered like these people have me like wanting some fucking justice yeah so i can't imagine what it's doing to like the southern evangelical right like the you might even call it the hard right. Like I don't know. I don't know what those people fucking do. That's not my. But I know that if if I'm triggered, p- people are pissed. Well, people at, have to be pissed dude.
0: at the same time that they're triggering the hard right. Whatever they're also demonizing the evangelicals. What I sure. mean, they're coming out and calling. Uh, them Christian nationalists and saying like the whole raising your hands in prayer is like salute the Nazi salute and all this bizarre. So this is all
1: bullshit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's it's a, it's a, it's a two front war. They're playing on this because it's like, first we're going to throw this in your face and piss you off. And then we're going to call you a bunch of Nazis at the same time. So when you do get upset Mm -hmm. about this, we already know you're Nazis. So that's why you hate this.
1: Yep. So through chaos, order. You know what I mean? That's what they'll do perpetually. Right. Is sure. just like, kind of like that meme where the thing is poking the guy, like do a civil war. Like they just kind of like,
0: yes, get
1: what they need that way.
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, um, I want to get into, we got a couple more minutes before I take a break and I, I want to get into like, like I, I said at the beginning, at the end of the day, you can't just lump it all together and say, you do what you want because they all start eventually eating themselves because they want more. They want this person to be recognized with that person. It, and the whole, it, it cracks me up that the same side that pushed feminism pushes, uh, the trans rights because they clash so hard with each other because now you have like trans athletes that are beating out female athletes. And it's just like, there you you see the feminist outrage and it's just like what 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 do you do you guys pushed the we part of this movement from the beginning and you push this d- off the cliff where it went and now we're here where it's just like well um us feminists we and they're calling them uh what did they call them um i don't know basically uh nazi feminists i guess <laughs> far right feminists which i didn't even know that was a a thing because far uh, feminism came out of the the progressive movement so now to be called like nazi feminist, that's just hilarious to me but um i got this buzzfeed article that um talks about lesbians protesting the gay pride parade in uh in london because lesbians apparently don't like the trans movement so this is just a little clip that they posted on it. it says lesbians protest london pride In 2018. So this is a while ago. But it says the trans movement. This is a quote. It says the trans movement with the complicity of queer LGBT politics is coercing lesbians to have to have sex with men. We firmly (laughs) condemn this vicious form of anti lesbianism designed as progress. We stand for the rights of lesbians to choose their sexual partners on the basis of their sex, not their gender identity. We condemn any pressure on lesbians such as rape and death threats or calling lesbians transphobic if they refuse so-called trans women as sexual partners and do not accept the penis as a female organ. These threats... (laughs) This is the best part. These threats and name-calling... Oh, no, this isn't it. But it says, are coercive and manifestation of rape culture. So it says... um. The trans movement is a conservative movement which reinforces sexist sex stereotypes. Mm.
1: You know, I've actually, dude, I've heard that before. Like really? countries like Thailand and stuff that like really hate gay people so much, they rather dudes who are gay be women. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just so like, like fix the whole thing. There's probably some truth to that.
0: Yeah, just if you like dudes, just go. Go right. turn yourself into a woman, and then you're no longer gay because it's right. male on female sex. And yeah, it's it like like then I the said, conservatives
1: in these countries don't have to feel weird when they <laughs> are going down on that chick's penis. <laughs>
0: no, no, you, you still feel weird. I think maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. You, you might. Uh, they they went on to say we oppose the transition of young lesbians on the basis that the appearance of or behavior does not conform to society-accepted images of women. So they're basically saying, um, like, butch lesbians are fine, and whatever, to, to each their own. Um, and to pressure them into transitioning into from a female to a male because they're a butch lesbian, then you're just uh, pushing against... Or you are just supporting this whole conservative concept of uh, well, a guy looks like this and a girl looks. Like it's back to what I was saying. It's just like if if you dress like a boy, well, obviously you are a boy. So we're going back to nineteen fifties politics here, and that's what they're saying. It's like the trans. It, it's so ironic that they say the trans the trans movement is conservative movement. It's just like,
1: yeah, what I the fuck is that. even going on? I was I'm trying to help them there, but that's that is kind of a reach that the trans movement. Yeah, as a conservative movement, um, but yeah, those lesbians should lighten up. You know, don't be a transphobe. Give it a shot.
0: Yeah, yeah. don't be so uh, hateful of that that dick between that woman's legs. I guess I...
1: we do not view the penis as female genitalia. All yeah. right, well, I don't know if your doctor said that when you were born, but
0: yeah, that that's uh, bigotry. Like these <laughs> bigoted lesbians. <laughs> so talk yeah, to me a enough. little about. So so, talk to me about the woke culture eating themselves because I feel like they, they can't coexist with each other. They have that whole you, – you've seen the coexist bumper sticker. I feel oh, like yeah. the, the people that are coexisting the least right now are the woke people because you they can't make it work.
1: Yeah, dude. I saw a great, like, video. I somebody – like, a cell phone video the other day. It was probably, like, Portland, Oregon or something like that. Mm-hmm. But this white lady got cut off by some, like, Native American dude. And she yelled at him. (laughs) They get out of the car. And they had, like, a oppression Olympics. Like, (laughs) she was, like, the aggressor first. But then he busted out, like, you know, started calling her colonizer and Mm -hmm. shit like that. It was just like, whoa. Oh, man. Like, it... Was no longer about traffic.
0: <laughs> so, so what takes more precedence, the, the racism or the misogyny? Because, like, like, which one's higher on the scale of victimhood?
1: Well, you know what? thats uh, And this aligns kind of with the trans movement. Like, once she was made aware of his, uh, you know, oppression, mm-hmm. then she kind of, she toned it down. <laughs> she learned a woman's place. It was like, that's what I'm saying. Like she, <laughs> she toned it down. Um, and she was just like, look, you know, well maybe if you wouldn't have done that, then I wouldn't have said it. And you know, you need, you need to think about your own approach. And he kept, oh dude, was, he laid into her.
0: Mm-hmm. And then about, she made him and, a sandwich because he was Native American.
1: Yeah. She owed him. <laughs> Here's one sandwich. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it is this like rever it's like this kind of like bizarro mirror. Like all the feminism you got you got all the feminism you possibly wanted and now chicks are dudes and dudes are r- rocking your sports. I mean Congratulations. Du- and dudes
0: are getting women of the year accolades on magazines and shit. It's just like yeah. men are better at being women than women are, apparently. Long live the patriarchy, dude. <laughs> exactly. That's all they say. It's, it's a conservative conspiracy to make men back at the top. That's what this, this trans movement is. I mean, the, the lesbian said it, so I should be able to say it. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's bizarre to me. It, like, It's hard enough to wrap my brain around it, but to try to wrap my brain around it from their perspective of trying to wrap their brains around it and be woke while still like arguing their cause with somebody of another cause, but that's supposedly the same cause. It's no wonder that the um, the prevalence of mental illness is just so high right now. It's because, I mean, people are just, well, first of all, they're started at a young age. It's mushed into their brain right now. And then they get to this age of like that Walmart woman where they don't know how to interact in society. And then you throw them all together and they try to argue who's more of a victim. It's just like, Dude, my, my brain can't keep up. I can't imagine how your brain keeps up with it.
1: Yeah, man. And I, um, like, the the mental illness thing is really kind of terrifying because it's mm. one of those things that, like, we can see it. We've already seen it in, like, the video clips tonight. And we, we know what COVID has done, you know, to exacerbate uh, certain aspects of that. Um, But I can definitely envision a day where, I mean, you see, like, you know, your most hated politician is talking about mental health too. You know what I mean? So they're using that the the double side of that. Those COVID contact tracers could probably be used to like, you know, stop in and check on people's mental health or Mm -hmm. things like that. Attach that to the red flag laws and things like that. See Mm -hmm. something, say something.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean that's that's scary on itself. Like anybody anybody that's got a mental a history of mental illness from a doctor right now can't can't legally purchase or possess a, a firearm. So let's let's get the this brain chip in there. It's like, yeah, something's a little off with the serotonin levels in your brain. So you probably shouldn't own a fire weapon, a firearm right now. And it's just like, man, they, there's so many rabbit holes we could go down with this and yeah. um we could be here all night, I guess. Um, I do need it is about time to get into a break. You got a little bit longer to, to chat about this after the break? Yeah, no doubt. All right, uh, we usually take four or five minutes, and I get myself something to drink, and then um, we'll come back and continue down this crazy trail and see if we can get kicked off YouTube again. So um, I'll be right back in just a few minutes. Alright, and I am back with Dave Casey of the Dave vs. Goliath podcast, and we're talking about the, the cannibalization of the woke culture, and then also, I, I guess you could call it the the impending suicide of society, as we know it, in my opinion, anyway. Do you, do you think, Dave, it, it leads to our demise as a culture, or do you think it just, uh, like we were kind of talking, it just perpetually cycles like hard back the other direction? Like, wh- Where do you see this going?
1: Yeah, I think it'll be a hardback, So like that'll probably mean it'll get rougher before it gets better. And in fact, probably the rest probably the rest of our lives, dude, if we're being honest. You know, uh, the the 80s and 90s were as sweet as it's going to get. Let's say that. You know what I'm saying?
0: I mean, that's sad, right, but uh, it's true. I watch things like Stranger Things, and I don't watch Stranger Things for like, the sci-fi part of it. I watch Stranger Things for the nostalgia of, like, the 80s and 90s. Where Ooh,
1: nostalgia is so hot right now. Mm-hmm. They're trying to keep us there. Like, The Matrix, right? Mm-hmm. You believe the year is 1999. You know, like, the peak. The fucking... That was the peak, because pretty much mm-hmm. 2001, ground zero. That's the epicenter of the emergency state and everything that would come... You know, everything yeah. that sucks after that.
0: Yeah, we, we talked about that quite a bit on our 9-11 episode and since then of how nothing that we're going through now could have happened with the COVID restrictions and all the, like, sacrificing our rights. None of that would have happened if it wasn't for 9-11 and the, the obliteration of our rights then. Because, I mean, we were pushing hardcore, and we've kind of been on this sort of path in our episodes. They just all kind of tie back together. We talked about how... Uh the the anti government sentiment of the nineteen nineties and how there was there was actually quite a bit of it seemed like maybe we we're gonna win at at one point. And then Oklahoma City happened and um people started like going underground and then nine eleven happened and it's just like everything just went out the window. So if nine eleven didn't happen, I feel like maybe that progression we we're getting against this like total like destruction of a government uh, maybe would have seen uh, we would have got to a point now in 2020 2022 where we would not have cowered to the freaking oppression that we got under the the freaking COVID lockdowns and shit Well dude,
1: this is like the worst part about government in that and there's no way to measure the potential that we've lost like as a species from mm-hmm. what they from what they've done. you know what I mean um, but man. Every step of the way, they inhibit human growth, you know, natural flourishing, human thriving, and, you know, anything that has... to. Again, government is just murder, Mm. nihilism, death. That's what it is. Anything else is public relations. So, um, yeah, when you think about just, you know, like what could have been... Dude, probably flying cars, all that shit right Mm. now, you know, (laughs) if they wouldn't have... Capped us at the knees every ten or twenty years, right? Right? Either through a financial crisis, just to you know wipe out all the wealth, wipe it out T- to steal the wealth. Um, that's a really great way to do it. Obviously, monetary um, policy is their number one weapon. It's the way they fund all the wars and all the you know. That's how they truly do the consolidation game. Sure. um Yeah, it's awful. It's fucking.
0: Let Let's Let's move back to a little bit what we we're talking about because I wanted to talk about like. 'Cause I, I feel like like we talked about how they just there was the line and then they just jumped off a cliff. And it's just like where is the line when it comes to like acceptance and um you know, just accepting people who for who they say they are or what they wanna be or whatever. What is the line? Because right now this is what we are dealing with right here. Right. This is a teacher in Canada. A teacher of, of students. We're, we're talking about like the susceptibility of, of children and or in teenage years and how their their brains are just mush and just like absorbing everything that's thrown at them. Then you throw this at them. This teacher with these... I, this isn't even real. This is this guy showed up. He was a male teacher one year. And then the next year he showed up with prosthetic size... I don't know. They said they were like 30 pounds each. Uh, prosthetic bosoms
1: what do you think the odds are and i only heard this like days after this story broke but what i somebody said what if this guy's trolling like that would be i I just want to say that would be a great troll yes if that's what you're doing
0: i have i have that but i I wanted to first talk about this guy and then i want to talk about the 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 possibility that this person's trolling because (laughs) i mean i'll I'll get into it more but what do you say to somebody even though they're trolling you you've you pushed this line of you—you you can't question it. So, even if he was trolling, and it, it goes back, like even with like the gender-neutral bathrooms, it's like you get some guy, some perv guy, going into a the gender-neutral bathrooms and checking to check out. It's just like you're you going to tell that guy that he doesn't identify as a woman because you've told us we can't tell you we can't tell them that no, they don't identify as a woman. So, you set us up for failure. You set us up. You set us up to. Not be able to question or push back in any way, shape, or form. And like in this guy's case, it's straight up illegal to push back against this guy in Canada. Like they have their hate laws are so ridiculous. It says Canadian high school says it's illegal to criticize trans teacher with huge prosthetic breasts as it's claimed disturbed students are skipping her class and school boards. The school board is refusing to address parents' concerns.
1: Dude, when I was in high school, they would send a girl home if her mini skirt came above, you know, like whatever. It was too short. Yeah, you know what I'm saying.
0: Spaghetti straps. You couldn't just... wear spaghetti straps. And this school has a no nipple dress code. Yeah, but it, I mean, this they said. But this, this, on- this
1: man is living out his sexual fetish yes. in middle school or high school, bro.
0: But but they said the the dress code only applies to students. That's why they can't address this person with. And, and oh my the, gosh. Then the other thing is. Is there anything stating that this person can't show fake nipples because those aren't real nipples? So, I mean, yeah, you could say you can't show your nipples, and he'd be like, well, these aren't my nipples. These are fake nipples. So what what do you do when you set up the law— to prevent you from preventing this from happening in your schools. Like, what, what, like you got to the point where you have no solutions. You have no weapons against this now because you, you just outlawed every, everything by saying, oh, you can't question this, you can't question their identity, you can't question what somebody wears or how they feel like dressing. So this guy, girl, whatever whether they're showing up like, yeah, I, I feel like a woman today. I'm going to wear these giant breasts. Or, yeah, I'm just a freaking psychopath or a perv, and I, I want to see how far I can push that line. You can't do a goddamn thing about it.
1: Yeah, I think I just saw somebody in the chat say homeschool. That's what I was going to say. That's yep, Jack <laughs> boom, Skellington
0: that's, says homeschool. That's what you do.
1: Bro, that is the only option because, yeah, and this is – I. I use this word to reach out to my Christian brethren out there. I'm not even religious, but this is demonic shit. Yes. This is fucking demonic shit. You can't do this to, like, kids. It's so fucked up. So I don't know what what the thing is that has to be done other than never send your kid to, like, public school anymore because, I mean, Delaware doesn't have that guy, but we have some fucked up laws here, like, where the school just, like, the schools and the administrators, the uh, guidance counselors and shit, they don't give a shit about consent um, they'll straight up like, dude, <laughs> real quick, quick tangent, <clears throat> Delaware lawmakers want to make sure that if, uh, uh if, a if the school sends a kid, like it advises them, yeah, like you can go here to get a uh, procedure done mm-hmm. or, you know, like, you know, it could be an abortion or it could be maybe, you know, you want to have a mastectomy or something like that, whatever they've found that, uh, The kids will put it on their parents insurance so that's bad for business so they want to be able to use the insurance but in the name of privacy they won't tell you what the procedure was that they did to your kid
0: so so you have to pay for this but you have no way of knowing what you're even paying for
1: you yeah and if you're not looking at your shit you might not even know what they did
0: that's fucking insane I thought it was insane. I've got a 12 year old daughter or she's 14 now. But when she turned 12, she had to give the doctor permission to talk to us about the procedures that they were doing. Hmm. And I thought that 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 already rubbed me wrong. It's like, no, she's she's 12 is 12 or 13. I can't remember which age. But yeah, they they took her for a wellness checkup for school. and she's like, Mom, you can't come in the room unless she consents okay she consents Ma, uh, do, you, do you consent to me disclosing this medical information to your mother it's like my daughter's like uh, yes yes I do and I my my wife just kind of she was a little off put by it but when I found out I was like that's fucking bullshit I, I I can't I'm not allowed to know what medically is being done to my like at what point I I don't know when the law changed when because minors weren't allowed to give medical consent under the age minors of 18 minors can't
1: consent to anything so yeah. that's the logical argument to a lot of this stuff right it's like like you um, can't go um, get like, you a know, t-
0: tattoo but you can get your your dick cut off so right like
1: that's i would say and again the regime libertarians would just say well you know it's you know it's the parents that gets up to them but let me ask you a question i'll propose this with you say your kid or some kid comes up to their parent and says, it's a boy. And they say, I am a girl. I believe I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. And they say, I believe you I believe you are too. So they go to the hospital or they go to the doctor, right? And the two of them say to the doctor, my son is a woman. And the doctor goes, yes. Yes, you are. Affirms the shit out of that, right? <laughs> yes. So they, now you have so the trifecta. Brave. Now you have the trifecta, so it's okay, right? Mm -hmm. It's okay that that doctor does harm. It's okay that that mentally ill parent who didn't steer that kid right from birth now sends them off to be a fucking mutilated, I mean, talk about the wrong, affirming is the word. It's your job to not affirm mental illness, right? Right? You you don't do that. You do the opposite of that. So no matter what, I don't care, you can have all that consent to do that operation or do or give puberty blockers to that kid is f- you, you you fucked up no that's wrong it's wrong no matter who agrees
0: <laughs> <And> again <laughs> that it's okay again what are the long term effects of even just puberty blocker- blockers of a child do we have we studied that like 20 30 40 years um, puberty blockers i mean i don't know that there's too many uh, medical cases out there to study but minus maybe Michael Jackson and that's a really bad example. So um I I I would venture down the route of saying that's fucking child abuse. And I've used this analogy so many times and you almost can't even use this analogy anymore. I'm like now now say say somebody comes to you and says, "You know what? I'm not a person. I think I'm a cat and I'm going to act like a cat and I'm going to shit in a cat box and I'm going to um lick myself and and i expect you, you you'd call them you, you'd say in the very least that they have some sort of mental instability there but now we're almost to the point where we can't even use that analogy because it's getting to the point where it's just like oh they say they're a cat we gotta we gotta identify them as a cat we're we're getting to that point where it's going to be that we have to affirm even that level of insanity yeah we we went too far way too far <laughs> way too far. <laughs> far jumped off the so, cliff like we said
1: We really did. I mean, it's, it's cool to say to your kid, yo, you can be whatever you want to be, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great thing to say. But then the next generation gets that, but like a perversion. It's like, I can literally live as any fit being that I can. It only comes when like, you know, you have so much abundance. There's so much, there's so many ingrates that never had a job, never worked anything, never built anything, Mm -hmm. never, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like an emptiness. It can only come from that, dude, I think.
0: Your kid can say, I think I can fly all you want, and you can say all you want. Yeah, that's nice, honey. Uh, But the the second you say, yeah, go ahead and jump off that house, uh, you're kind of responsible for the fact that they crashed and broke both their legs, I would think. Maybe not in today's society because you affirmed that, yes, they were an airplane and they could fly, so maybe you are the brave hero that they (laughs) want you to think you are. But at the end of the day, your child broke both of his legs.
1: You are responsible because you're the parent, and that is your kid.
0: I I think there's a far darker agenda even than just mass confusion and insanity. I think it. I I feel like there's some sort of population control agenda when it comes to all this stuff because we're like totally doing away with like normal nature, sexual, dude. We're, like,
1: doing, we're doing away with nature.
0: Exactly. Normal reproductive, <sighs> natural reproduction, like is. <sighs> is be becoming taboo now yeah when when you feminism
1: de- oh man huh. look at i mean look the you're you're noticing the feminization of men the masculinization of women the blurring of the lines and i'm sorry but those are really important lines
0: yeah look at man na- and look woman at the rest it's everything of, look at the rest of nature how much of the rest of nature is just like, no, I don't fucking feel like... Uh,
1: yeah, no, you can be whatever you want to be, man. Even in nature, you'll find it. It's whatever, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the,
0: those species are extinct right now because Ooh. they didn't want to fuck enough. Um, let's get back to uh, the, this teacher, though, because uh, you you kind of hit the nail on the head when you said, is this just a freaking scam? Because I found this, this meme here. Or not a meme, this post on Twitter. It says, apparently some... Anonymous student of this kid's class It says, this dude is gaming The system, and Anon yesterday Was in this dude's class The teacher was almost fired for toxic Masculinity last year um, As well as not embracing Woke culture, he He dropped red pills to his class, such as how silly gender-neutral bathrooms are. The school board hates him. He's now upping the ante to exploit the very clown world the school and society itself (laughs) has created. His long game is most likely to get fired and then sue sue for discrimination. There is no other explanation, no better way to troll the clown world than to become an over-the-top caricature of a woman.
1: Ooh, Well, once they find out he's a cis white male, he's fucked. But if they don't find that out,
0: but can they question them? <laughs> they, they they've set the system up to right. Like like I was saying, you can't tell this guy that he's a scam artist because that goes against that. That's borderline illegal in Canadian laws. Canadian hate speech. If I say no, you're fucking wrong. You're a dude. You're scamming the system. You can't say that. That guy could turn around tomorrow and take those fake boobs off and be like, you know what? I don't feel like a woman anymore and go back to living his life like we were talking about Demi Lovato. And nobody can say a damn thing about it because you can't question it. You can't push back against it. You can't accuse him of of faking or lying because that would be yeah. a hate crime.
1: Yeah, it sounds pretty sweet, actually. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean? you know what I mean? If that's what he's doing, I still, I mean, that sucks that you're doing that in the school. It's still... Fucking just kids around and Right. Um, but um, it's better. It's a better story than just <laughs> that guy being a psychopath but teacher.
0: They set themselves up to just implode on themselves by, by going to this extreme because this guy will get away with it because you can't do anything about it. He'll probably sue. He'll probably walk away with a lot of money and he's the winner in all of this and the only losers are like you said, are the children. And not the yeah. I mean the school's out so a bunch of money, but it's their own damn fault for making their stupid policies, I guess.
1: Man, yeah, it sure is. I hope, yeah, Canada's even even worse than here, man. <laughs> I remember the pre-COVID, Canada was looking pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, I, um, I remember all my, like, bug-out plans involved heading for the northern border, and then COVID ooh. hit, and I'm like, no, I'm not going that way.
1: That's not the way, man. No. Definitely. I mean, man, everything changed since COVID. You definitely want to go south yes, of the border, if, you know— if you're bouncing.
0: So, so let's let's kind of shift a little bit because I don't want to just bash on on the trans thing and all, all that. It, it's the whole concept of the woke eating the woke and there is no they have no end game really. It's just like once you give a little, it's just I want a little more. I want you got to keep going, you got to keep going. But first I got this clip here. This is a video of I don't know if they're students or what but they're basically raiding a convenience store because it's obviously a symbolism of oppressive capitalism but but I want you to watch this real quick because this is hilarious to me <laughs> So, love that chick. So, so they're raiding this place because of its oppressive capitalism, obviously. And then she's like, "Are you gonna make me a sandwich or what? Make make me the food. Come on. Uh, Are (laughs) are you gonna do this thing that you guys do? Like we're so against this thing you do, but are you gonna make me a sandwich?" And the the person caves to it. He's like, "Yeah, it's gonna be a while." It's like I'd be like, "Fuck no, no, I'm not gonna make you a damn sandwich." It's like, yeah,
1: yeah, I'm quitting. Yeah, that's in Philly. I'm pretty sure at Wawa. That's like thirty minutes from here. Um awful, man. Just get out of get out of the cities. This is one of the lessons from COVID. It's been two years. You should already if you're still in the city, I don't know what you're doing, but um my sister lives in Philly. I tell her every time I see her. Get out. Yeah, that
0: that's (laughs) like a minor example of the people cowering to the demands of the this this insane culture that we're living in. And you saw that with uh with the george floyd riot i mean you saw that the people that stood up against it and armed themselves against it they were called nazis and racists and stuff but then the the people that were like no just trash my business that's all fine uh, uh I, I beseech all my uh belongings to you that's that's i mean that's what that's what we want right <laughs> but at the end of the day it doesn't typically work out too well even for the people that the the people that cower to it and cave to it and try to push this woke agenda did you hear about the 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 woke coffee shop about a year ago i think called mina's world no i think this is in washington no this is in philly too so right up your alley we're we're right right in that area so this is called mina's world and this is as woke and For those of you who don't know, the coffee shop environment is pretty left-leaning already, I would think. But apparently, it's not woke enough. So these people decided to go a step further and open this super woke coffee shop called Mina's World. says, less than two years ago, food and entertainment magazine (coughs) Bon Appetit wrote a glowing review of Mina's World. Mina's World is about... More than just drinks and decor, the outlet wrote, it seeks to be an alternate kind of coffee shop in Philly, one that pays its employees fairly, has black and brown employees in managerial positions, prioritizes ethical sourcing when it comes to its coffee beans, and never turns away a customer. In an interview for the same article, co-owner Sanam Parikh bragged about the business commitment to leftism, and she said it would put them above competitors. I have worked in coffee since I was 18, Parikh said. Most of the workplaces were really toxic in the sense the workers were not being paid well and white ownership neglected to protect their black and trans employees. I knew there needed to be a space where you could have an amazingly made cup of coffee that's not whitewashed. (laughs) <laughs> Considering Starbucks is one of the most woke businesses in the country, it would seem there, would be, there were spaces for leftists to get their non-whitewashed coffee about every other block in a large city like Philly. Nonetheless, Mina's World was committed to its mission. Fast forward to June, things started to look a lot bleaker for the woke coffee shop. In an Instagram post from an account named MW, or Mina's World, Workers, a group of employees from Mina's World outlined their allegations against Parikh and her co-owner, Kate Eggert. This is what they said. This is the workers of this woke, ex- or all-inclusive coffee shop. Workers at Mina's World have long been in a labor rights struggle with owners Kate and Sonam for well over a year. We are facing systemic employer opposition, manipulation, abuse of power, exploitation, anti-blackness, ableism, hostility, and complete disgrace for our livelihoods. So the thing that they were supposedly uh, setting this up against, they're now being accused of. Says, uh, ironically, these allegations are exactly the type of behavior Preek promised to avoid. A list of grievances later in the post also accused Mina's world of lack of financial transparency and tokenization as a way to appear safe by association. So making them their token woke people, which is all this ever is to begin with. It says, however, arguably the most shocking part of the post was the list of demands. Um, it says they demanded the owner admit to a, to causing them harm. Hang on. My, phone, my phone's ringing. They demanded the owner admit to causing them harm, issue immediate payment to staff that had payment withheld including back pay and redistribute the business and begin the process of transforming the business into a (laughs) co-op so basically this thing that you did i want you to give that to us i can't i i bet you can't guess how this turned out yeah yep i can guess the business fucking closed (laughs) yeah because at the end of the day they needed. Because uh, one of the two, the co owners that supposedly started this all inclusive, uh, woke, lefty, uh, everybody is paid fair wages and everybody gets along and happy hippie place. Um, at the end of the day, one of their parents owned the building and they had to raise $200,000 and they couldn't come up with $200,000, so the commie place closed.
1: Not shocked, man. This is, um, you know. They don't build things. They consume stuff. So, like, and I, I love a good microcosm lesson, mm-hmm. you know? If we can learn from other people's mistakes, then we don't have to make them.
0: I feel like so there's th- so many examples of failing communism out there that we don't learn from, though.
1: So many. And this is a really great one, like, that happened in real time with some real commies in 2022 that tried to do the right thing.
0: Yes, the the and people that say, "Well, we haven't tried real communism yet. It's never been <laughs> tried. They try, and it fails so miserably. It's so sad." Um, again, you know, it. I think these
1: people were probably trying to do the right thing in their mind, but like, look what you did. You ruined your own shit. You had something nice. It could you could still have it if you wouldn't have, but you it, know, ad- adapted this ideology.
0: This was the video, like, like, they adapted the ideology, and then they came for more. Like I said, they, they always come for more. And then they caved so much harder, because this is the video that they posted of them caving. And this, this article says it, and I agree, it almost seems like a, a hostage video that they are filming here. This is Sonam. And Kate. From Venus world. Um. Oh, come on part of a radical accountability process.
1: Um, We are complicit in the gentrification and anti-blackness on 52nd Street. We put our community at risk with our presence, um, as well as our workers. And particularly, this was highlighted by inaction from us. And we are here to take responsibility
0: um, for that inaction and for the harm that we caused. Does this not seem like a video right before ISIS chopped off the heads of reporters?
1: Definitely, man.
0: It's like we that... are complicit in the gentrification and the the harm and blah blah blah. Of the, and gentrification, they're basically saying, uh, you built this neighborhood up to something better than it was, and now it's it's too out of our. The gentrification is like, hey, you come put something good in a shitty neighborhood, and it becomes better, and then and. Whether you agree with it or not, yeah, it it becomes a little bit more expensive to live there. So basically, they are taking the blame for having a successful business, is what it sounds like.
1: Man, and I think, he's, I think he said something apologizing for like exploiting like blackness or something like that. Mm-hmm. Anti-blackness. Like, sure Anti-black. It's like, yo, bro. You're a minority too, bro. You could like participate in the in the minority or the uh, the oppression Olympics. I don't know why you're yes you're 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 cucked so hard. Why don't you tell him that you know your struggle? Asian Americans in America were putting in internment camps, baby. Yeah. Remind him, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. him. So that lady hasn't said anything yet, but you know, I'm sure that she's got a to struggle too.
0: Yeah, it's like pull uh, your uh, own card on him. But but the thing is, they set, they they set this thing up. It's kind of like the schools in Canada, the government in Canada. It's like you set yourself up doomed to fail because you can't question it because you set this thing up of don't ask any questions. Uh, this, is, this is the way, and we will follow the way. And if we veer off course the slightest bit, put us back in our place, and I guess we'll give up all our...
1: Well, dude, if this is indicative of like the woke movement, like if this is let's let's say they're like the extreme, but like maybe in ten years they'll all look like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's a slave mentality. That's a that's a tread harder, daddy mentality,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Like I guess that is what they would want, right? Just a bunch of people like that. I'm so sorry. But, oh my god. What can I do? You know. I'm yeah. So-
0: it, it's, but. They don't realize that's what they are being pushed into by mass media, by the government, by whatever. They, it's this big, giant social experiment to get people to enslave themselves. Not We don't have to enslave you if you're going to fucking enslave yourself. Make you—it yeah. um, it starts with the, the self-hating white liberals, and then now it's worked its way down to the self-hating um, minorities. Like, you—, you, you Play this victim card and push this victim like you're a victim. You're a victim. You're a victim, and everybody. And now the victims are victimizing the victims at this point. And it's just like, why, why even lift a finger to enslave all of society when they're they're willing to? We can just talk them into enslaving themselves.
1: Yeah, total success. Culture war. It's yeah. on.
0: I mean, it, it freaking brilliant if you're a if you're an evil evil genius but (laughs) yeah um for the rest of us it's it's pretty terrifying
1: awfully uncomfortable yeah for sure
0: so it's like uh, where do we go from here like there's got to be a line and the thing is all the lines have been erased and all the lines have been blurred but there has to be a line otherwise we end up down this road and that's what they want they they, at the end of the day they want us to own nothing and be happy supposedly but do these people look happy to you I mean, let, let me let me show their faces again. Do these people look like they own nothing and they're happy?
1: Oh my God, no! And and they all look the same too. I hate to judge book by its cover, but yeah, I know exactly what they re- represent. And mm-hmm. yeah, they all sure.
0: So like I like I said, what is like where? What is the solution to this? Besides Dude, like swinging back hard to the right and. I saw
1: Peter Thiel gave, and I don't know if this is you know, hundred percent accurate, but it ha- it got me thinking. Uh he said you got three options for the globe. You either have like the Chinese social credit tyranny, you know, like the Big Brother style,
0: which is what they want, I think.
1: Right. Um or he said um you have like radical fundamental Muslim uh you know
0: like global like Taliban nation like worldwide Taliban basically uh, but without kind the of, without guess, the yeah, religion like Hard fundamentalist, right, right. hard fundamentalism to correct, right. uh, to yeah. overcorrect, I guess. <laughs> and then he said the third is what America will probably
1: have because it's the least, the least invasive, which is like your kind of like electric scooter to work, Green New Deal kind of like mm-hmm. thing. Um, which I guess that is the least worst. Um, but I don't know. I think you're right about the China thing.
0: I I think that turns into the China thing though. Like right, that's the, yeah, exactly. The whole smart model turns into the whole like social credit score because then they can track literally everything you do. I mean, you yeah. saw the people. What what state was it? Colorado, where their their smart thermostats. They just like locked them out of their smart thermostats because we fucking said so. And yeah. it's it's just like yeah, we we can live in this hippie life of uh, electric whatever and smart whatever, which is where we're headed in the near future future but that only ends in the china social credit score it's like well you you ran your air conditioning too too hard today so we're gonna dock you some points um you said this thing on social media you didn't apologize for your uh anti-blackness so we're gonna dock you a few points and it's just right. like thumbs up dollars
1: thumb- are going dude it's gonna be credits oh yeah credits. absolutely <laughs> for sure so I they mean, can
0: dock you right it's fucking negative bla- interest rates it's fucking black mirror the the I think it was the second episode of Black Mirror where it's just like you watch these s- stupid like pornographic advertisements and you got credits and if you if you did some- if you you got a little extra food today, it took away some of your social credits, and like everything you did was part of your social currency and that that's where this is headed, yeah, oh man, I hope that but you gotta just- break society first. You gotta completely yeah. break society, and that is the face of broken society right there. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Right here. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> broken society. You break them down, and then you make them feel like everything, uh, everything around them is they couldn't possibly do it right uh, because uh, we're just. We're just shitty humans, so uh, tell us how to be right, and then they tell us how to be right, and if you don't do it, then you you don't eat. I guess is <laughs> is the end of the game. So um, I I said I was going to bring this back to uh, to right wing Italy <laughs> because I mean this this fits right in hand with with the wokeness eating itself because I mean. There, Yes, it was yesterday, I think, right, that they elected their first female mm-hmm. prime minister. And obviously she's a Nazi because she is, is nationalist and far right. But um, this article popped up today. Georgia Maloney's anti-woman politics and the future of Italy. The fir- this is
1: incredible.
0: The first, the first female prime minister of Italy, and they're touting her anti-woman politics.
1: This is more of the patriarchy remaining on top, but the patriarchy isn't who you think it is, though. Oh, that's the thing. It's bizarre that they the, feminists should be celebrating this, even if you don't agree with her policies, which are like you said, dude, nuclear family, you know, borders. Mm-hmm. It's like it's the same shit everywhere. Yeah. People,
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, it's this isn't subject to the United States, but this even quotes Hillary Clinton as saying i as saying the election of the first woman prime minister in a country always represents a break, a break with the past. And that is certainly a good thing. I mean, that's what they touted. That's why Kamala Harris became vice president, even though she was the worst um, example of a uh, of a leftist female. Um, But it was it was fantastic because she was a female, you know, breaking that glass ceiling. But now now the story's changed because it goes on. This article goes on to say being a woman doesn't automatically mean feminist. arguing that a woman, any woman winning power is a conquest for all women and for feminism is very sexist to me because it puts the sex before the person and her beliefs or policies. The same people that said it was great that Kamala Harris became vice president, and look how bang up a job she's doing, those same type of people are saying, "Any just the fact she's a woman winning doesn't isn't a win because that's putting the fact she's a female before her policies." It's just like we've been doing that. That's that's what we've been doing for the last ten years: is oh, we got to get a female justice in, we got to get a female. Oh, uh, what was a. Uh, the the couple positions that biden filled with females just because there are females and he's look he's like look i i did a thing i got females in these positions look at these females and we touted that as a win for feminism but now because it's not on that same side whether she's a nazi or not which i i have hard pressed to believe that she's a nazi just because that that Title is thrown around so fippantly now, but uh, the fact that she's on the right and not the far left woke movement, well, now we got to say that. Why? Why the hell are we putting sex before her uh, beliefs and policies?
1: Yeah, it's amazing, man. Um, feminists should be celebrating this. Um... Oh, good night, Shannon.
0: Good night, she's Shannon. Good night. We'll see you on the next
1: one. Um. But they won't. So that's that's very telling. Right. That they're it. Anytime they use. Oh, I'm not definitely going to be a woman. And you know what? It's going to be a black woman. Duh, double yeah, op- d- oppression Olympics. Right. <laughs> double like, win. You know, that's bullshit because they don't care about that. It's only what you say. Yeah, the regime. The regime libertarians are the same way. Oh, we need to get. It's a big, you know, white guys club. The Libertarian Party. Oh, okay, cool. What do you think about Masheray? No, not that guy. Well, how about Eric July? Mm, No, not that one. Uh, Okay, how about Zuby? No, no, not that guy. Like, how about this white guy? (laughs) Yeah, it's not about that. It's not about. They don't. If they're, they're the ones who would just exploit someone's skin color to like, you know, advance. Their agenda. It's fucking yeah. pathetic, man.
0: How, um, I mean, how how would you feel if, like, say you're a gay man. I, I honestly don't know your, your sexual preference, nor do I give a fuck. But say you're a, a gay man, and this big corporation is like, you know what? We need a CEO of this company. Um, we want to hire you. Because you're gay, and we're going to let you know that, hey, this is a big win for us and a big win for you in the gay community that we're hiring you because you're gay. You have no experience in this industry or as being a CEO, and people actually fucking hate you, but we want you to be this position. How would you feel if you got that position based on the fact that you were just, just because you were their token gay man? It
1: would depend if I was a man whore or not i mean yeah true uh, no dude uh one of my reps right down the street um he posted on his page he's a gay rep and he was like i'm i'm honored to be like you know the gay rep was basically like Mm -hmm. his (laughs) his post i'm like that's your only accolade though like like, i'm not going to engage with that but like Mm -hmm. really that's what you're proud of like what did you fucking bring to the table bro Nobody care I mean I hope nobody cares about that is that really what you care about like I don't know
0: Yeah and that that just goes back to like Kamala Harris just like you're only there because you're a freaking person of color and a woman not because of any of your policies your politics or even uh your your record
1: She's cool with that though because she actually
0: is a little slutty She's she's <laughs> she is definitely quite slutty from what I hear yeah. so yeah. So but but yeah you think the feminists that touted this as a win would look at it and be like, that's a little sexist to to put prop this chick up just because she's a woman. Just like what they're saying about this uh, Italian chick, it's like uh, this is right. this is quite sexist and misogynistic to to say that um, because she's a woman. It's just like you, you got to pick a lane there, dude. You you got to pick sides because you can't play both sides of the fence here. And that the whole thing with this woke movement is there are no sides of the fence. So it's just I don't know an open range of stupidity. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm
1: fascinated, man, um, and I want to learn more about uh, this woman. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, every story needs you know, like it's uh, like Batman's only as good like of a story because of the Joker, mm-hmm. right? So the antithesis for the woke crowd, like their enemy, is the far right. Mm-hmm. Everything is the far right. I said today. And I, I think this is a real danger, again, because they destroy language over time. But, like, I've been called far right lots of times <laughs> over the past couple of years, like just since getting involved in the LP and stuff, mm-hmm. um, which is ridiculous um, on so many levels. We don't even need to go into it. It's just not true. Um, but I've been called that worse, you know, Nazi, racist, all this, all this stuff. Um, so when you do that so much, like if if Donald Trump... And MAGA represents the far right. Well, what's what's the fringe? Like, is that what you're saying? That's the fringe. But that was like millions and millions of... He got more votes than any Republican ever. You can't call one third of America or one quarter of America like the fringe. Or terror that's,
0: Literally terrorists.
1: Literally, yeah. We didn't even get there yet. Extremists, terrorists. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's where we're at, though. Um, and libertarians are... Uh, swept up in that but um everything is far right and these people don't they've never seen far right Mm -hmm. they don't fucking know what that is um you know your average white liberal 40 something or your average like 18 year old 19 year old 20 year old college student doesn't they are not oppressed (laughs) not not at all right like the the united
0: states because their college isn't getting paid for (laughs)
1: that's what i'm saying everybody who lives in 20 in in the 21st century united states of america is not oppressed like like anybody was 200 years ago say mm-hmm. right i mean right when you we get off this call you can probably have any food delivered to your house from any corner of the planet and uh enjoy it you know, even if you can't afford TV. it,
0: even if you can't afford that, you could walk out and get ramen noodles for like 75 cents. No problem. Right. You're not going to starve. I promise you that. If 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 you don't understand how good it is and that's dude, we we're critical, right,
1: of the state we'll, all day. But still, like living here, we are we are the benefactors of like the generations that built this shit. So to treat it like a thing that could just be like fuck it or like i know i just hate that attitude yes you know what i mean like just throw it away oh we just install some communism fix
0: this shit (laughs) it's like so dumb just wipe it out and start over from scratch like do you know how long it took us to get here to begin with yeah maybe wipe it out and then in 250 years our kids can look back and be like what was that thing they did right and
1: you know man and the the republicans could do better at this too but the I'm an anarchist i'll settle out of court right now for the bill of rights mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's the that's the promise that everybody was you know i would tell that to anybody in blm what are you doing fucking around with these commie marxist assholes get the fucking bill of rights like your ancestors wanted yeah. asshole you know what i mean that's what you should be doing
0: <clears throat> yeah uh but but that's what the media wants to distract you from 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 that mentality of, hey, I can fucking do it on my own. No, the, if we put you all at victim status, then you can't do it on your own. You can't hold up the Bill of Rights yeah. on your own because you're a fucking victim. And the Bill of Rights was written against you to oppress you, by the way. Uh, so we can, ju- we, you got to throw that out the window. It's like, oh, the Bill of Rights is oppressive? Rip that thing up. And, and then you look back and you're like, wait, what was that thing I just ripped up again? Oh, mm-hmm. oh shit. Uh, we don't have that anymore because we just ripped it up for them. And the only law is comply.
1: Yes. Simple. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've got this last statement from this article. This was the only good—I mean, the the whole article was good, but I didn't want to get too deep in it. But it says, there's an agenda at work here. It says, being that this dogma is used to weaken societal norms with a view to collapsing them— be it women-only lavatories, immigration controls, law enforcement, and na- nationhood itself—it's the typical communist campaign of demoralization. If you can't destroy a nation by force, and you can't win power f- by the vote, you can persuade it to commit suicide. And that's that's where I see we're headed here—is like 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 we're saying like if you can convince the entire populace that they're all victims and that they. Basically, society is set out against them, and all their rights that they have the legal right to are somehow oppressive, and we should get rid of them. Then you set them up to basically just kill themselves off, or or enslave themselves. As we were talking earlier, like they don't have to do it; they don't have to be vote. You don't have to vote in ensla- enslavement of humanity. You don't have to send in the the national guard or the the, the marshals, the the federal marshals, because we just Do like put our hands up in the air and say, "Enslave us, please." That's what we started this show on. It's just like we were watching people. It wasn't they weren't they weren't taking our rights from us during COVID. We were saying, "Hey, here, take these." So, so give us our safety. We'll, we'll give up these rights to you in in the name of safety or whatever. And it's just like, or in the name of a, what was it? Like a $200 stim stimmy check or $1,200 stimmy check It's like, yeah, just take all our rights. It's like, wow, that was easy. We didn't have to even go in. We didn't even have to do a no knock raid to, to infringe on the rights. They just gave them up to us.
1: Yeah, man. Nihilism is a hell of a drug and -hmm. they know exactly what to do. Like, um, you mentioned earlier like in the 90s like uh like anti-government sentiment mm-hmm. was like high like yes it was and they knew that and i think they you know pnac was written in like whatever 97 they that, wrote that report about you, you're aware of this of course you are. yeah yep um so you know they knew what they were going to do i think they knew what the reaction would be they knew that you know, in two thousand, I'm sure that they knew that the the war on terror. After they complete X, Y, and Z over here, will you invert that mirror over here, and then you turn it on these guys, and then we lock down the state here. Ching, 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 ching. I mean, they don't. I have a hard time planning anything that's you know more than a couple months out. But they're thinking twenty, forty, hundred years, right. like John McCain said, right? Hundred years in Iraq or whatever. Yeah, that's literally how they plan stuff. So
0: yeah, they had their yeah. uh, what was it, the new American order or something Send. like that new american century there you go that yep. they planned out in 2000 and then nine eleven just fell right into that playbook the war on terror fell right into that playbook and i'm sure covid fell right into that playbook
1: lock it down the um, the permanent emergency state we know you have these documents that protect some rights that you have except in case of emergency
0: yes so so we put you in all emergencies. But then we also distract you with all this other nonsense, like mass confusion on the national level, the uh, global scale, just like it's like you just dropped a confusion bomb on people and start at an early age, as we were saying, just start confusing them young, because, as you were saying, they play the long fucking game. So, they, yeah, you're going to get pushback from the MAGA Republicans or the Libertarians or whatever from some of these, like. Pushes against societal norms, but just just wait, just wait twenty years. When, once these generation Zers get out of school, and they're the ones teaching colleges, and they're teaching the next generation. I mean, it, like you said, it's a generation away. Just a confusion bomb, a slow-moving confusion bomb. And then twenty years from now, it's just like we don't even look like we look today, and we we think shit's bad today.
1: Yeah, I think I think that word demoralization popped up a little while ago, but that's. That was part of. I don't forget which phase it was, but Yuri, you remember that Yuri interview, man? I think so. That guy was, that was. That guy was dead on. I mean, that's that's what you got to do, and it's generational. But um, yeah, demoralize the culture, you know, turn things upside down. And that's the CIA plan too, right? Like we'll know that our plan is complete when the general public can't tell what's up and down. You know, yeah, like they won't even. They oh, won't even know. Oh, we're there. Yeah.
0: I mean, probably at least 80% of the population's there. What's good? What's bad? I mean, we've talked s- several examples. What's a woman?
1: What's a woman? Yes. I can't believe that's a question
0: you, in you can't 2022. Even get a Supreme Court justice nominee to specify what a woman is on stand because she doesn't want to. Uh, offend somebody or maybe she doesn't know maybe she's been brainwashed to not know what a fucking woman yeah, is except when like abortion rights come up and then everybody all of a sudden knows what a woman is it's, it's, No, it's, she knows it's dude crazy. but they're de- de- demons speak in double speak
1: or legalese mm-hmm. legalese sounds a lot like english but it's not they're they're speaking another language and that's why all those fucking vipers in dc are all lawyers
0: yeah It's, you know, no, you're, you're definitely not wrong. Is, is is there a win for us? How, how do we individually like combat this? How, how do we come back from this at the individual level?
1: Well, um, that's, I guess, a constant practice for me, dude, right now. I like, I just try and recognize everything and, uh, that's natural, right? that's why I like doing a podcast like once or twice a week because I can like, like I said, get in there, talk it out. In the Matrix mm-hmm. and then leave it. And then I can go sit with my girl and my dog and go watch Game of Thrones or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh you gotta compartmentalize stuff. And um but that's the main thing for me. I just like is stick with the natural stuff, you know, like they say, like go touch the grass. Um because I think that's what it is. It's kind of it's a spiritual war, it's like a mental thing, the info war, as the the Alex <laughs> Jones would tell you, you know, whatever it's like. War on the mind, mm-hmm. as Prince would say. Um, so yeah, you gotta stay sharp, right? And and get with your community. Take care of your family. You know, embrace everything that's natural.
0: Yeah, and there there's a war against what's natural now. Like this this push towards the big cities. I mean. We, we could go on a side tangent for another two hours about just the benefits of connecting and becoming one with nature and just, like, regenerating, refreshing, resetting your, your mind away from this insanity, this all, like, made-up digital bullshit that's in your face constantly now. It's just swarmed in your face. I mean, how many times do you pick up your phone to look something up and— you, oh, you I got a catch, problem. Yeah, yeah, you you catch yourself like 20 minutes later, you're scrolling through videos, and you never even looked up the thing that you were looking up. You just got sucked into the matrix, and it's just like, mm-hmm. uh, there, there's something there. There's something with disconnecting from digital reality and going out in the natural elements, and yeah, you, you look at like the metaverse, and that to me is just a war against that. It's like, well, it just put this thing on, and you can experience all these things in a digital Ooh, era. Dude,
1: they're gonna get the so many. So many pleasures in the metaverse, mm-hmm. right? That's gonna you, you're gonna have to be really spiritually and mentally put together to like avoid some of the shit that's probably coming up. Um, Elon says we're already cyborgs, dude, with the phone. You know, it's just like the response time before you get the signal like takes a while right now, mm-hmm. which we think we think is quick. You know, three seconds before you get your answer from Siri or whatever. Yeah, um, but you know. In 20 or 30 years, it'll probably take, you know, a nanosecond because it's fucking (laughs) in the chip that goes right to your brain. Yeah, well, we
0: already accuse, like, Google of knowing our thoughts. Like, you go to pull up something and it just auto-populates the thing. Just just imagine, like, before you even think it, it just pops up in in front of you. It's just like, oh, shit, I didn't even know I wanted that right now.
1: And this is the end result of proxying out the entire human experience. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you, that starts with just kind of watching TV, right? If you or just entertaining yourself, you know, like three generations ago, just sitting and being like a lump. Yep. And then, you know, it evolves into what we have now with the virtual reality and metaverse and just like literally detaching everything, the the natural, like severing that natural connection. Totally.
0: Yeah. And I, like you said, there's there's something dark to it, disconnecting you from reality, disconnecting you from nature. There's a reason why nature is there, and there's a reason why when you go out, even if it feels like work to go out into nature, you come back a little bit, rejuvenated. You come back like a little bit reset. When, when the phone is shut off for a couple days, the, the first the first few hours, you feel that like almost panic mode. It's just like, oh, I don't have connection connectivity. What the fuck am I going to do? And then you get to the realization. It's like, oh, shit, I don't got connectivity. Why am I even holding this thing? And then you start noticing the world around you. And then at some point you come back. And for a few days, for a few days and few moments, it's just like, yeah, that was really good. And then you end up right back in that cycle of it eventually, but uh, I I think there's a war against there's a war against nature and it's definitely a spiritual thing in my opinion. Yeah, man. Well, uh that's about all I got. Um uh, we we definitely covered quite a bit of shit here and um ventured down quite a few rabbit holes here. But uh Dave, if you could let people know where they can find out more about you and hear your show and stuff and, and get in touch with you. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, yeah, I got a show
1: called Dave versus Goliath on uh, YouTube and Odyssey it streams, and uh, used to be on the Twitter. I'm kind of hanging in the wings there at the moment because they hate me over there. <laughs> and man, the fascists at Facebook are really going hard during election season. Yeah, they they just pulled uh, a picture uh, that I posted in 2020 of, and I this isn't just me. This is like they're getting a lot of people with it. But it's a picture of Hunter Biden in the tub with like with a cigarette hanging from his lip. It's yep. like from the chest up. It's like nothing crazy. Yeah. They're calling it adult sexual exploitation.
0: Oh, but uh, we can we can have children putting dollars down men's underwear. That's fine. Dude,
1: this is what I'm saying. This is absolute literal fascism. Yes. And literal election meddling.
0: You yeah. know what
1: I mean? That's what they're doing. Um the Russians don't have shit on the Biden administration and right. Facebook uh, but anyway, yeah, I'm uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm on. Um, I just can't stream there for 90 days. It'll be like 20. It'll be practically 2023 before I can stream on Facebook again. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, oh, yeah, they're really going for it. dude. But uh, Facebook, Instagram. Um, yeah, I'm streaming on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify
0: good good. I, I had a feeling you got booted from Twitter because I couldn't find you to tag you on Twitter. So I was like, yeah, he probably got the boot. That's the one I haven't got booted from yet. I've been booted from Facebook and YouTube. and YouTube.
1: I'll send you a message on Twitter.
0: All right. Fair enough. Right. On your fake account. Yeah. No. yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, David, it, it's been awesome having you on. We definitely probably got ourselves into some trouble and we'll probably both get nuked on platforms for this conversation but these are conversations that should be allowed to be had but we're not allowed to because of the laws and the rules of the the digital age and like you you see how the laws in Canada just totally implode on themselves i mean this whole thing's going to implode on itself eventually so uh thanks for coming on the show while you still are allowed to do that dave because this has been an awesome conversation
1: it was a pleasure thanks greg i appreciate it man
0: yep uh everybody check out dave and his show uh dave vs goliath or check us out all over the social medias at break the bell pod uh you can find us on twitter instagram facebook for the time being. Um, We're trying to build back up our YouTube channel since we got nuked a couple months ago. So if you are listening on YouTube, go like and subscribe to that so we can build that thing back up to where it was pre-nuke days. Um, Otherwise, have a great rest of your week. Uh, Check us out tomorrow morning and Thursday morning for the Two Scoops morning show with me and my brother, Dan Smotz of the System is Down podcast. Um, Otherwise, uh, we'll see you here next week for another fun session. So, Dave, thanks for coming on. We'll catch you next time. Thank you, buddy. Yep. Bye. The Break the Bell Podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zelinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout-out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, Beyond the Run Podcast, and Goulash Media you'd like to help support us visit patreon.com slash or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes and as always never stop talking